It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. One for three. One for three or yeah, one and that's two? That's what I meant. One for three. Oh, one for three. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> USC, baby. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to episode number 705 of Locked On Raptors for Thursday, April the 23rd. I am your host, Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter as always at WoodleySean. Find the show at Locked On Raptors, where you can find links to every single episode of the podcast. And of course, please make sure you are checking out the Locked On Podcast Network. We've got team-focused shows covering all the big four sports teams, plus the NCAA power conferences that you know and love. We've got the national shows between Chad. Ford's NBA Big Board, the Locked On NFL show covering tonight's NFL draft, which is sure to have all sorts of great remote recording hijinks. We've also got Locked On NHL if you're looking for your dose of national NHL talk over the course of the next little while here before hockey comes back. Uh, Lots of stuff. No sports, but there are plenty of podcasts for you to check out. Subscribe to, rate, and review. It is very much appreciated when you do those last couple things. It helps with algorithms and rankings and all that good stuff. So thanks in advance for doing that. All right, on today's show, we are doing another draft. It worked well. It's it's easy content. It was great on Tuesday. I had fun with Big V drafting moments from the 2019-20 Raptors season on the floor. And joining me today to draft off-court moments for the Raptors this season is our friend Katie Heindel. Katie, what's up? Hi, buddy. Uh, not much. <laughs> <laughs> doing okay, that doing is, okay. Uh... <laughs> That's the mood. I keep saying I'm hanging in. I keep, I keep saying I, I when someone asks me how I'm doing, I think my go-to answer is, <sighs> you know, <laughs> that's, that's basically all I could muster. I don't um, mean to be dramatic, but, you know, you, you take the breath and you think about it for a sec and then you're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you realize nothing's changed. I'm still doing the same time. doesn't exist. It's all good. Exactly. Although I will say it's been very nice how quickly April has moved. We're almost through April. 
it feels like it's gone pretty fast. I don't know if that's just me, but I, I don't feel like it's dragged ass like March did. Yeah, March was like particularly slow. April has gone quick, and at first I did like it, but then a part of me is also now like, well, is like, are the rest of the months gonna go by this fast if things stay this mm -hmm. way? But that's okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll I will take warmer weather, even if it's like I gotta yeah, take it in doses yeah. still. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with the non-warm weather. It makes my apartment nice and chilly when it's cold at night. I like it. It's good for sleeping. I'm down with the uh, unseasonably cold garbage. We don't need to talk about the weather, though. We're here to talk about the Raptors, this wonderfully likable team off the court. In addition to on the court, uh, Katie, we have assembled lists of the best off-court moments for the team this season. I feel like I'm surely forgetting some, and you're going to clown me in this the way Big V clowned me in the draft of the on-court moments. He actually beat me in the Twitter poll 56% to 44, which was closer than I expected, considering I dropped the ball big time, um, as I tend to do on these things. But... Katie, how are you feeling, first of all? Are you feeling confident in your ability to outdraft me in off-court moments? Like, yeah, I always am. But I'm not feeling... <laughs> I weirdly feel... I feel like I'm forgetting a lot. And I think that's because of being so far removed from the season in a lot of ways. So I went back and I, I was, like, looking for kind of triggers that would jog my memory. And I got some. But I'm sure mm -hmm. you're also going to have some that I'm that I then kick myself for. But we'll see. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think we should probably make a rule of no more than two quarantine related off court moments, because that's just been like such a content mine that I think we should probably limit it at two. I don't have as uh, that many planned, but I, I think uh, I actually don't have my... any. But because oh. I didn't consider I didn't consider that as being part of the season. Okay. But well, yeah, let's just cancel out quarantine. We could do. We could maybe want. we could do like a, a bonus round, um, and we just both pick okay. the best, the our best, or like the strongest one of quarantine. Cool. How, how's I that? Like that okay. <laughs> there we go. Bonus quarantine round. Perfect. Uh, all right. So yeah, basically the rules. It's a little less stringent than what it was with picking games from the season between myself and Vivek. It's uh, kind of open for interpretation. It could be uh, just like a, a story, I guess, that took place over the course of a day. It could be a, a, a very specific event. It could be any form of content. I don't know. There, there's lots of uh, ways to interpret the question here. So. Without further ado, Katie, let's pick the draft order, shall we? Uh, I have in my hand... Well, I just dropped my phone. Uh, I have in my hand... That was my list of all my things. I should probably pick that up. But uh, I have a Tim Hortons rewards card for some reason uh, in my hand. <laughs> on one side, it is red. It says Tim's rewards. On the other side, it has the barcode and all that stuff. Uh, I'm going to flip this. You say heads or tails. Heads is the red side. Tails is the white side with the barcode. And you get to pick if you go first or second if you get it right. It is in the air now. Is this an embedded ad? And if it's not, we, we got it. It we is should certainly hit, not. We should hit them up. Get that Timbit money. <laughs> um, I'll say tails. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, in a way, Timmy's has sponsored uh, the podcast because I used to work there and uh, helped me get through school on the road to becoming this very successful sports broadcaster that I've become. Uh, you guessed Tails. You're correct. Uh, yeah, Tails is correct. So you get to choose. Do you want to go first or second in the draft? This will be a snake draft. So if you go first, you will not go again until the fourth pick. Oh, interesting. Um, I'll go second then. 
Okay. So I can double up. All right. Sounds good. So I'll go first. Katie will go second. And I I was not trying to deter you from picking one way or the other. I was just, you know, I was just saying what the rules of the draft were. But I'm glad that you've put me first. And I'm sorry if my wording of how this is going to go made you do so. We are going to get to my first selection in the draft in just a second. But first, I want to tell you about Postmates. You're cooped up at home. You can't go anywhere. Maybe you want to order a breakfast burrito or a bunch of beers from a lovely local brewery, and you can't go outside to do it, but you want it delivered fast. That's where Postmates comes in. If you're like me, you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're still eating lunch. I'm currently thinking about what I'm going to eat for dinner on Friday while recording on Thursday because we order once a week to keep some semblance of normalcy and to help some local businesses, and I'm very excited to order food on Friday. I love food. And that's why I love using Postmates. They deliver food from every restaurant you can think of right to your door. But Postmates doesn't deliver just burgers and sushis. They Sushis, that's not plural. They actually make life easier with grocery delivery and whatever you can think of delivery as well. Convenience stores, clothing stores, anything that's still open and essential, and you can name it, they can deliver it. So no more trips to the store, no more late-night fast food runs. I don't even have to worry about where to grab lunch anymore. Just download Postmates on iOS or Android. Visit, Find your favorites and get anything you want delivered within the app. For a limited time as well, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use the code LOCKEDONNBA. That's code LOCKEDONNBA for $100 of free delivery credit with no minimum purchase for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it and be sure to tip the hell out of your drivers. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax, make your moves, they'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. Uh, all right, Katie, let's get to it. Let's make my first pick. My first pick is, of course, what about scarves? The yeah. Serge Ibaka, OG Ananobi <laughs> duel. This was the obvious first pick. This went mainstream. This blew up. And I'm going to pick what about scarves? The one minute or so tete-a-tete between Serge Ibaka and OG Ananobi on the episode of Avet Class on which he appeared. It was uh, poof, uh, so fun. I put you on. How to dress. You put me on? Yeah. <laughs> you know I did. I put you on Valentino. Right. Put you on a uh, denim jackets. OG. Balenciaga stop ones. OG. Uh, you better stop OG. Uh, I put you on a hair impressive. OG, you say you put him in fashion. Uh, wow. Your Balenciaga I think hoodie. I'm done here. I put you. I'm done. We I, don't, I, on, I don't do. I don't do. Uh, I'm done. I put you on scarves. You know what we done here today, OG. But did I put you on if scarves? You say you put me in fashion. Then we done today. What about we scarves? Done. But what about scarves? OG, I'm telling you. If you say it, what about scarves? You put me in fashion, then I'm done. But what about scarves? I guess I'm done. But what about scarves? I guess I'm done. But what about scarves? What do you mean about scarf, Odi? You saw me with my scarf. You're like, that scarf's fire. I'm gonna get one too. And then you got one. And next time when I was wearing mine, you had one too. 
You act like you did it first, but I had the scarf first. Wait, OG, let me tell you something, yeah. okay? This is your second second year in the league. Third. Third year in the league. Yeah. Okay, I've been in the scarf game 10 years now. You haven't now? Yes. One. And two, OG, I don't dress, man. But you saw me in my scarf. OG, I don't dress, OG. I do art, bro. Please. But you saw me no, in my No, no, tell me, please. You know I do art, right? I like my scarves a lot. And you copied that. You got me sweating whenever. Do you, do you recall how you felt when you first saw that drop? I was so happy. Um, we talked about it for so long. <laughs> and then I felt like the world was kind of, I don't know, everyone kind of became us when we talk about those episodes. But <laughs> I also felt really mm. proud that it was... Um, <laughs> like this in export because everyone like people were talking about it not in toronto like sports media all over the place and then regular media all over the place so i did feel a mm -hmm. warped sense of pride that had nothing had nothing to do with me but i treated it like a personal accomplishment it really did shed a light on how goddamn likable this team is and i think that was around the time i think that was the middle of the winning streak that was kind of around the time that everybody got wise to how good the raptors were not just on the court but as a bunch of dudes off of it and uh that's it's it was so good the fact that i mean i don't want to get into the fallout because that's also a potential pick but um the 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 instance on that episode of Avid class which was such a great show and og's appearance was just transcendent it was, uh, I think, a very clear no-brainer number one overall pick. Katie, your first pick. You go. Yeah, I'm going to snowball off your pick, and I'm going to pick the um, team photo on the plane after Serge gave everyone <laughs> scarves. <laughs> because you could look at that photo. One, I love uh, basketball photos that you could treat like a beautiful Renaissance oil painting. Um, and I also yes. love photos that you like that kind of, and also like the shot, like, you know, where you can do a wide lens and then go down very micro and look at, in that case, every guy's face, what they're doing, just like their reactions and like, think about what they were feeling in that moment. <laughs> there was a I'm lot to work at it right now. Yeah. There's a lot to work with in that photo. <laughs> Absolutely. The, the just sort of mischievous, under the shoulder grab from Kyle onto OG is uh, is wonderful. You've got Fred kind of in the front of the picture, looking off into the distance. It uh, doesn't really even seem to know he's being photographed. Serge kind of dead faced a little bit. Matt Thomas is kind of doing a stare off, um, almost like a performative stare off. Into he the looks distance, photoshopped, as Fred, which is like nonchalant. Yeah, yeah. he looks <laughs> like he like... wasn't actually there, and they were like, "Oh shit!" And so does Terrence. Um, yes, Terrence is in the background, <laughs> just happy to be there. O'Shea wearing um, the scarf, just like in like, not even around or on top of his head. He's wearing it on the back of it somehow. Where are you seeing O'Shea? <laughs> I don't see O'Shea here. Oh no, that's sorry, that's Dewan. <laughs> oh yeah, that's <laughs> okay. He has sunglasses on. He's hard to tell. Um, <laughs> Rondé looks kind of yeah. scared. Pascal looks like mm -hmm. undercover. Pascal looks very wintry. It's yeah, great. yeah. <laughs> Malcolm Miller looks like he's trying to model for something. Uh, and he's and doing did you say Fred? And then OG looks angry. 
Uh, yeah, I did say Fred, just kind of yeah, staring yeah. off. Like, <laughs> almost like he's accidentally in the corner of the picture, doesn't really know he's there. And then OG looks just fucking furious. <laughs> he looks pretty, I don't know, he's like giving a real OG sort of look. I even like Pat McCaw in this photo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a wonderful, wonderful picture. I'm so glad it exists, and it's a very, very worthy first pick for you, Katie. You are now on to your second pick. What do you got? Yeah, so I'm going to pick, I'm going to go back to the holidays, okay. uh, and I'm going to pick when Kyle Lowry and Matt Thomas Damn it. guested in the Nutcracker. And wore those God. incredible outfits. Not only that, Lowry like enjoy enjoyed himself so much. Mm-hmm. He yeah, Lowry was having the time of his life. It he was, was acting like he was d- trying mm-hmm. to dance. <laughs> and I think were this a year earlier, if the roles were switched and it wasn't Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner last year, and it was Kyle Lowry and Matt Thomas, so I guess Matt Thomas wouldn't have been there. Kyle Lowry and Kawhi Leonard uh, doing it last year. I feel like the the performance would have felt a little bit more forced from Kyle. He might have thought about it a little bit too much, got in his head a bit. But after the release of winning the title and the uh, not giving a shit nature of his season, I feel like he was just kind of free to put all of his soul into the performance and it was wonderful and i the fact that matt thomas is the other guy is <laughs> going to go down as a strange bit of raptors trivia <laughs> and i'm not sure why he was the choice but uh, it almost makes it even more fun that it was like the most obscure guy on the team who was with him yeah at first i thought oh maybe it came down to availability and then also like who they didn't want to risk, but then it didn't like risk potential injury. But then it didn't make sense that Kyle Lowry did it if that was the case. So I actually have no idea. Yeah, for sure. Um, excellent pick. Wonderful stuff. And uh, let's move on to the next one. All right. Um, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> this is very, this is stressful now because you have good picks and I'm mad I didn't get the Nutcracker and now I want to make this one count. Um, okay. Ah, okay. This is a bit of more feelingsy, uh, softy pick. All but right. After. After the win in Indiana, I believe it was the team's 13th straight win, Terrence Davis had a big game, and after the game, his mom was in the building to watch him play, I believe for the first time in the NBA, and the hug they shared was truly beautiful. So I'm going Terrence Davis hugging his mom after she watched him play in Indiana after he had a really nice game. I have to maybe like challenge that pick because I don't think, can that kind of stuff count as off-court? I know he literally I think stepped it, off the court for it to happen, but <laughs> it is very adjacent to gameplay. It is, but it isn't because his mom's not playing the game. His mom's not on the court. I, I mean, yeah, but this isn't the best moments of moms, other than like, because then that's like, we got a lot to work with there of like Raptors' mom's history. I mean, you you can. We need a third person. Yeah, you know what? Like, we'll leave it in, but like, let it be on the well, record hold on, hold that on, I ch- that I challenged this. Let me let me just see here. Let me see something. Let me see if there's somebody online <laughs> who we can call into the chat, who we can. Uh, how do I get out of this? I, I want to try to add somebody to the chat. Uh, <laughs> 
don't know if I could do this. Oh, yeah. Who's online? Oh, Big V's online. Uh, I'm just going to shoot okay. him a DM. Okay. Uh, question for Big V. Is Terrence Davis hugging his mom, his mom considered to be an off court moment? You have to specify when it we happened. Need a ruling. <laughs> yes, yes. Mom, uh, after the Pacers game, Pacers game, considered to be an off court moment? Question mark. We need a ruling. Uh, sent. Okay, we'll we'll come back to that one. I have a replacement pick Kay. if need be Kay. for that one. Um, okay, next up. Ooh, okay. My turn. No, it's your turn. <laughs> no, no, that's mine. Yeah, okay. I, I feel uh, a little bit. I don't want to load up too much on one guy, but I'm gonna take okay. the Serge Ibaka episode of How Hungry Are You with Tiffany Haddish. Really, really good episode. Tiffany Haddish kicked ass. Perfect guest. Great chemistry. And it was the, the peak of what was a pretty disappointing season of How Hungry Are You? I don't even remember what they cooked. It was just a fun chat. <laughs> yeah, I would say, like, yeah, that was definitely, I thought about that one. Um, we really enjoyed that app. Uh, like, the whole, yeah, the whole rest of that season was kind of a wash. Uh, and then I think mm-hmm. it's it's uh, it created a long lasting friendship because she recently appeared on his uh, talent show. Yeah, for sure. We, did we talk about how good a judge she was? I feel like we talked. about Oh yeah, this we last talked week. about it for a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the word has just come in from Big V. He shot me a message back. I asked him again: Is Terrence Davis hugging his mom after the Pacers game considered to be an off court moment? He says, "I'll allow it." Bing, 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 bing. Disappointed in you, Quebec. Very disappointed. (laughs) As someone who is in touch with uh, their feelings more than anybody I've ever met, I'm surprised that this is such a contentious pick for you. It's a feelings moment, 100%. But is it a feelings moment relevant to the ground rules of this draft? I disagree. In fairness, I did not lay out many ground rules before (laughs) deciding to do the podcast. Off the court moments. (laughs) Off the court. Oh man! Well, it's okay. Do you want me to replace it? No, do I don't. You want to overrule? No, I love me? to okay, have fine. like a bone to pick forever. So this is that. This can be that. <laughs> okay, very cool. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, you're on (laughs) pick number three for you. What do you got, Katie? So early December, let's set our minds back before the Nutcracker. Um, (laughs) But a very special... (laughs) guest came to uh, a Raptors game and she was whisked to the glamorous world of backstage, which is the weird tunnel where they keep all the props uh, and strange things that might appear in a game. But, and she, she flashed a very special thing on her finger, but it was Celine Dion coming to the game, wearing all red, matching the Raptor, and she had the the championship <laughs> ring. I don't know if you remember. It was like a two-finger 
uh, replica championship ring. I think it was the raptor, but the raptor is also wearing his gigantic ring. So that means there was another one if they gave it to Celine. Anyway, it's unknown if it was actually real, but to me, that was a great moment, not just in off-the-court Raptors history, but in Canadian Canadian history. Plus, like, two, like, I don't know, two, um, what would you say? Just, like, I can't think of a word. <laughs> two, like... <laughs> it's okay, I'm bad at words, too. So, you know, I've really lost the thread of my life uh, in the last month and a half. But just two <laughs> insurmountable figures in like Canadian like pop iconography meeting. Who are the who are the two? The Celine Raptor and, and Celine Dion. Oh, the Raptor, of course. The Raptor. <laughs> Duh, I'm an idiot. Never mind. Uh, yeah, that's a really good one. I don't think I was there for that one. Was this like publicized at all, or was this like sort of a ha- you had to be there type of thing? No, there were pics. Okay, I got. I wasn't there. There were there were photos, and that is kind of what I relied okay. on to live vicariously the through. Uh, let's see this photo. Let me see if I agree with you that it's good. I'm sure I will, because how could it not be? <laughs> yep. Oh my God! How did I? How did I have not seen this photo before? <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of glad. Absolutely, you didn't, and you're just seeing it now. This is an unbelievable picture, and I'm very mad that I have... That ring is like a fist's worth of ring. I know. (laughs) Holy boats. Oh, I thought... Oh, her hand is up on her neck. I thought it was she was wearing like a kerchief with the the ring wrapped around it. But no, that's just her hand. Uh, But still, (laughs) incredible. This is a very good pick. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. If you have not looked it up or not seen it before, go Celine Dion, the Raptor. Katie, this should probably be your Skype picture, I think. No, maybe. you know, I'm not uh, changing my to Skype To replace the basketball with a cowboy hat. <laughs> no, thank you. That one's timeless. Oh, <laughs> this is true. Although I would argue the Celine Dion Raptor picture is probably also timeless. Um, all right. You got your next pick up, fourth pick. What do you got? Yeah, so for this one... I strayed a little bit away from whimsy into power, sheer power. Okay. Um, but this pick, my this is my fourth pick, right? Yeah. So my fourth pick yes. is um, Masai Ujiri being named the number one most influential person in Toronto by Toronto Life magazine. Oh, man. You're going to destroy me in this. I have <laughs> just weak-ass picks. <laughs> Number one most influential Canadian or Torontonian? They're Toronto. They do. It's Toronto. I mean, usually it's a list yeah. I like scoff at, but like it's interesting how whatever Masai Ujiri touches, he legitimizes completely. So yeah, he carried that yeah. list and That's, the magazine quite yeah, Toronto frankly. Life, now good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Toronto Life, put us on a podcast list, please. It'd be lovely. Um, yeah. Masai rules. This was a. Uh, I think kind of a quiet year for Masai. It wasn't as boisterous as last year. I think, you know, I don't know how many media availabilities he's done, like maybe two or three. It's been pretty quiet. He did talk about uh, try, winning the title or dying trying. That was one that he had. And then your I don't friend really who's on the podcast with you right now wrote a cover story on him for Bay Street Ball about how to create a team of champions. If you haven't read it, you this can is true. read it online. Yes. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, absolutely. Go read that. Uh, Masai rules. Uh, there's, he didn't have the, like the loud art where like we're gonna win in Toronto speech or the believe in your city, believe in yourself. But that's fine. I don't he, think he, he needed it this year. You know, amazing behind. Yeah, he he's he's done all of his talking. It was a fearful year with Masai too because of all the oh my god scuttlebutt. I never they believed it, but up. yes, no, yeah. Was, there was uh, the fear because he didn't talk about it. He didn't address it at all, Mm-mm. which was uh, like with the with the wizards thing. He addressed it and was like, ha ha, the wizards, ha <laughs> garbage. Um, didn't say it about the Knicks, but the Knicks went and hired an agent instead. So not worried about that for now. Thank you, Jim Dolan. Um, is he healthy? Has he recovered from coronavirus? I, I got the notification yesterday that he is both healthy and is donating his blood plasma. So uh, nobody the first wants good that thing blood. Jim Dolan's ever done. <laughs> nobody wants that blood, though. <laughs> oh, while we're on the talk topic of Jim Dolan, go listen to the Round Ball Rock episode where they break down the entirety of JD and the Straight Shots album. It's uh, one of the best podcasts I've ever listened to. Shouts to Round Ball Rock; those guys rule. Um, moving on to my fourth pick and this is a tough one to follow god damn it so okay question i know i'm the arbiter of these types of things because it's you know my concept but (laughs) when does the cutoff like begin for when a moment counts for this year oh like is it training camp does it could it be something from the summer no, it can't be summer. Be I think like the June earliest 24th? it can be. No, okay. it, the earliest it can be, I think, is training camp. Okay, so the Nick Nurse hitting the stage at the Arkell show is uh, out for me, unfortunately. Um, I think my fourth pick, I'm going to go with the slam cover. And the. Can I do both the slam cover and the accompanying interview that Serge walks out of? Is this mm. allowed? Yeah, I guess you could just say slam. You know, I'll give it to you. Slam media availability. Okay. Yeah. Okay, because the cover's great. It, it kind of, I mean, it's a bummer that it was like the last slam before the 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 end times, and but it was like a very cool acknowledgement that the Raptors have been slaying all season long. We and were there. Are very much defending their title. Yeah, we were. Uh, that's right. You were. That was the day you spoke to Pascal for your feature, correct? It was. They were hiding yeah. him across um, the court. Keep trying to keep him busy before <laughs> the photo shoot. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was the whole surge walking out because they said his fashion style that he, or that he was not doing art or something like that. Uh, and he walked away saying, screaming at them. I do art. I do art. Something along those lines. I'll put the audio clip in uh, in post so you'll hear it. They think they, he think he art. <laughs> No, 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 wait, 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 Elementary school art, bizarre. Elementary school art, bizarre. Serge Ibaka. I know he's coming up a lot in my picks here, and I don't want to do it again for a fourth, for a fifth one. But um, he deserves to be here a lot because he rules. And I mean, just I don't know. What was your reaction to the slam cover? What did you think of it? It was so heartwarming. 
It was nice. It was anno- it was like less it was annoying to me that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> because it really influenced like some things that were going on, but um re- like looking at it retrospectively, it was nice. And they all looked like they were having they all looked like they were having fun. Like they were enjoying themselves mm. at least in that moment. Yeah, and the interview sure. is nice. Especially because it came out kind of later, right? Like it came out Did it come It came out like I think it might have come out when the season like was sus- the day everything hit. Yeah. yeah, so it kind of. I think they, if they didn't bump it up, I feel like they did bump it up, and this is what I've heard. But maybe they didn't. Maybe that was just like the timeline. But the its timing was was really nice in that way. Mm-hmm. I think it was just after that jazz game. Yeah, and then I believe we like ran some of the interview on our radio show on like the Wednesday when things were normal, sort of. And then Thursday hit and sports were gone and then everything changed. Mm-hmm. But the the slam cover interview is the last bastion of good, wholesome pre end times content that we're holding on to. So that's uh good stuff. Um all right, fifth pick for me. Boy, 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 boy. There's a lot. I feel like I'm going to under undershoot with my pick, but it's just top of mind, and I think it was a pretty like pretty influential moment at the start of the season as the team was building its chemistry and things were still a little bit uncertain as to how things were going to work and who was trusted in the rotation. I am going with I'm not your child. It feels good, you know, to be out there, to, to be able to, you know, help them make, t- make plays and, and stuff like that. Um, that's like, I'm be honest, I almost cursed. I'm not even going to lie. Don't do that. I'm not your child. Um, yeah, so what was the question again? The Ronda Hellis-Jefferson, Norm Powell interaction that uh, seemed like it might cause a feud to, uh, to begin with, but then seemed like pretty good fun. And then I think Ronda really sort of ingratiated himself within the team from then on. What are your thoughts on my pick of I'm Not Your Child as my fifth selection here? It's pretty good. I like the fallout more because I think when you look mm-hmm. back on like Ronda, that Ronda versus the Ronda now that we have they seem like totally different guys that ronde was a little off limits he was a little bit like we were like who's gonna be this guy's friend um you know and powell must have sensed something that he could kind of like worm his way (laughs) into his heart and like get under his skin you know and he did (laughs) he really like he, he kept on he was one of those annoying people that keeps on with a joke and even though you like hate it and then some for some reason somehow at some point you entirely come around to it and to them. Yeah, uh, well said. I, I yeah, I think it was kind of a turning point for the locker room chemistry because it, it did kind of feel a little bit fractured early on with the, the eight guys that Nurse liked and then everybody else who he uh, did not like at that time. Um, and it felt like maybe a little bit uh, divided. And then, you know, slowly but surely, Ronde has himself some nice games and has his hat taken off by Norm and becomes part of the team, and I'm glad for it. Uh, and I hope we haven't seen Rondé's last game as a Raptor. As bizarre and crazy as he was, he was pretty fun to watch. So um, that's the that's my last pick, Katie. Round out the draft with your fifth pick. I am very scared as to what I've missed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I know I've missed a lot. That's the thing, but um, I... Actually, it's a very it wasn't going to rich subject matter we're going into here. <laughs> it is. It is. Um and I will say like we obviously had some great off the core moments, but this was kind of 
there were years when I can remember more. And I don't know if that's just because like, you know, I think it might have something to do with what we said about Maasai. Like, no, the, none of these guys felt like they needed to be particularly loud this year. Like, the things that happened all felt, like, so natural um, and, like, pretty organic with their chemistry. So I'm sure there was a lot that we didn't really see, you know, like, behind the scenes just in terms of them getting along. Because you get the sense mm-hmm. that they were quite close this year, right? So I think a lot probably yeah. did happen, like, off the court, but, like, off camera. Yeah. Anyway, that said, um, I do want to pick a moment I was there for and almost sent me into cardiac arrest, uh, but was when (laughs) Terrence Davis just like uh, referred to Serge like so poetically and like the last thing I ever expected, not him to say, like anyone to say, but when he referred to Serge uh, quite casually as the light in his life. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was so beautiful. Um, And like his voice cracked a little bit when he said it. I remember he was just like, he just said it as casually as you would be like, yeah, he's tall. You know, (laughs) like Mm -hmm. Serge looks great Mm -hmm. in hats. He's the light in my life. (laughs) It was really beautiful. Terrence Davis, very sneakily, one of the MVPs of this category uh, in terms of off-court stuff. I I feel like there was a good story written about him, like discovering Toronto at one point, uh, and you have the light of his life thing. You have the thing I picked hugging his mom. You also had like him giving popcorn to that kid at the sideline during mm-hmm. the 905 game, mm-hmm. which was, could it be my backup Terrence Davis pick? <laughs> Might have been a little high as my second pick, but thanks, Vivek, for bailing me out and giving me the uh, the okay to go with the other one. But, yeah, Terrence Davis, man. I'm uh, very, very excited for the future of Terrence Davis and his off-court stuff. Because he's been like a pretty reliable contentsman during the quarantine as well, out on that balcony with Dewan Hernandez that terrifies me every time. It's been uh, <laughs> it's been lovely. <laughs> Do you have like an off-court MVP for that? I mean, I guess, I guess it's so easily Surge, but maybe like a backup to Surge if you also agree that Surge is the clear runaway favorite. I mean, yeah, I think it's almost visibly Surge. Just in mm-hmm. terms of like, he has so many off-court projects, right? Like side projects. The volume projects. is absurd. Yeah. yeah. So he's going to hit with like one or more of those, and he has. Um, mm, not really. I mean, probably, yeah, like probably Terrence Davis or probably mm. Kyle Lowry. But those aren't so much in volume as they were in like quality off-court appearances. Yeah. Kyle's off-court stuff is mostly just really big smiles, which is great. Uh, <laughs> um, so we did we did determine that we're going to do a bonus quarantine round of uh, off-court moments for the team. Obviously, there's been some good stuff coming out from everybody, except for OG, who I'm worried about a little bit now that we haven't heard from him in uh, forever. Do you have a bonus quarantine off-court selection? Yes, it is. Can you hear that? <laughs> uh, absolutely can, yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, it is Mark Gasol dressing up like Freddie Mercury and using a belt on his yes. bicep and uh, putting a little bit of tinfoil over top of a kitchen whisk as a microphone. Also, considering yes. the fact that it was when we hadn't heard from him all 
like all isolation, all like suspension, <laughs> like league suspension. I was kind of getting to the point where I was like, what's up with Mark? Where's Mark? What's Mark doing? And then there he was, like when we needed him the most as he does on court and off. Yeah, it's a, it's a really, that, that was going to be my first pick too. Damn. Uh, now I'm down to, <laughs> I have a few picks for mine. I feel like I want to give this guy a little bit of love because he's one of the forgotten guys who exists on the team. Um, I'm going to go with O'Shea Brissett's Impressions of All the Raptors. That was very good. Really, really good stuff. Uh, I'm trying to pull up the the video here just to take another look at it because, God, it's so good. (laughs) Um, He gets the the Serge Ibaka's, like, dead on. Here, I'm pulling it up. Uh, you're not going to hear anything. I just want to remind myself. It's only 15 seconds. Uh, walks out with a scarf like Surge. Wonderful. I love wearing Nike Tech Siakam. <laughs> I think I live in Miami Hollis Jefferson with that swagger. The OG with the hood. Fred wearing his own brand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, O'Shea gets this one. I, it's a. It's surprising to me. That neither of us t- chose Zabaka. I know he's present a lot of other places in this, but he has been again the most prolific content creator. It's hard to so narrow far. down you have a favorite that surge one. thing. Yeah, yeah, like it's hard to because he's kind of consistently showing up every day with something. But I have to say, I, probably my favorite is the one that he would like least want you to have attention to because I think he likes these like bigger produced moments, like his his talent show. Mm-hmm. But I think it was like the third day of their um, quarantine, like their mandated quarantine, when he was still figuring out like what counted as content and he made a cup of tea. And he was like, I'm going to walk you through this, like how to do a tea and like read a good book. This is what I like to do. And he just like put the tea bag in the cup and put the water in. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, and then here's a good book. And then he was just like, that's it. I think my favorite one from Surge was his first uh, correspondence with Kyle Lowry, at least the first published one. That was very nice. Like the, this that like that. I was having a tough day. I'm pretty sure that day, like just one of those early quarantine days where you're just kind of feeling it all and you're just like stuck in the mud. And then that came on, and you had the dueling Abaka and Lowry smiles. You had the "What's up, baby?" You had everything. <laughs> And it really, really turned my mood around for not just the rest of that day, but I believe for the days going forward. It was, uh, it was beautiful stuff. Serge it was quite Ibaka, nice. A true king. Yeah. Um, so to recap the draft, I had the first pick. I picked What About Scarfs? And then my second pick was Terrence Davis hugging his mom. Katie doesn't agree with it, but that's fine. The third pick was Tiffany Haddish joining How Hungry Are You? Fourth pick was the slam cover and the interview that accompanied it. And my fifth pick was I'm Not Your Child, with my bonus quarantine pick being O'Shea Brissett doing impressions of the Raptors. Katie, you had the second overall pick. You chose the team photo on the plane with camo, uh, with camo scarfs and orange, I guess, camo slash orange scarfs. Uh, Matt Thomas and Kyle Lowry do the Nutcracker. Celine Dion with the championship ring, taking a picture with the Raptor. Masai being named the number one most influential Torontonian by the very best publication, Toronto Life. And Terrence Davis as the light, or saying Serge Ibaka is the light in his life, followed by your quarantine pick of Marcus Gasol as Freddie Mercury. What a team. <laughs> I, 
just pay all of them. Bring them back and have fun for three years. I, that's all I want from everything. I, I don't care about 2021 anymore. I just want these fun-ass players together again. Katie? Whoops, I was muted. Uh, I was saying oh. that <laughs> we're all winners in this draft because we've got this team of dudes to watch. Did you have any other things on your list that you did not get to? Yeah. I had what you got? OG in the hot tub looking at his phone. Um, <laughs> that was from like January. And I remember seeing that and I was like so cold somewhere. Um, and it made, I was like, hell, like, hell yeah, I'm going to take a bath when I get home. Like things aren't so mm-hmm. bad. Like it was like a bleak January day. Um, mm-hmm. And that brought me a lot of joy. And then I had... <laughs> This, this you have to understand. This was like what I was quickly jotting down my list, which looks deranged in how I wrote it. But uh, Katie meets Doris Burke, which is not, which is technically an extension. As it a, is, it's an off the court Raptors moment for for me in the galaxy of the Raptors. But I didn't say it because obviously, oh, uh, it's not. It's not. Well, here's the. Th- it was like a hail mary, and I didn't have to use it. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to put in an extra bonus personal pick, because I was also kicking around the idea of tossing in my grandma's first Raptors game, oh, yeah. uh, and like the whole experience of giving her tickets, her melting down like a child, and then <laughs> buying a Fred VanVleet jersey to wear to the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most adorable shit I've ever seen. That was going to go on my list too. Uh, by the way, my grandma a couple days ago. I, I feel like my grandma's almost like a celebrity on this podcast now, considering how much I reference her in a Raptors fandom. Um, she she shot me a, a message a couple days ago saying, "Just watched first episode of Last Dance. Fabulous. Goosebumps. The hell with housework. I'm watching the second episode now. Makes you yearn for our Raptors." <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fairly nice. She stuff. also notes that she's she's very gripped by the Scotty Pippen story and is excited to see how it works out. Um, yeah, I I'm just, with your grandma. I was surprisingly uh, like taken with that one. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, I underrated. I, I'm becoming uh, more and more guy. I'm becoming more and more uncomfortable with just the absolute stomping on Jerry Krause's grave that this documentary seems to be all about. Mm-hmm. Um, all the other <laughs> stuff is good. The footage is awesome. And it is kind of funny to watch Michael Jordan, uh, you know, be mean to Jerry Krause in a way. But it's also very sad and uh, a bummer that he doesn't get to speak for himself at all. But it's still a good doc. Grandma loves it. So it's got the grandma seal of approval. It must be good. Um so yeah, I'll put those personal picks. You you meeting Doris Burke, my grandma's first Raptors game, uh, as the <laughs> as the bonus picks as well. So seven picks made in this draft by each of us. Wonderful stuff. Um, Katie, that is going to bring us to the end of today's show. Do you have anything that you would like to plug? Uh, NBA self isolation watch continues. Uh, the yes. latest the latest weekly roundup was posted today. Mirror. Mere hour, I was going to say hours, but mere one hour ago. Um, <laughs> anyway, you should read it if you haven't been following along. It's also something you can just like dip in and out of if you want to take a week off. You know, we're all still going to be here <laughs> in isolation. And we sure are. Guys are going to just be continually like unraveling and figuring out new hobbies. This week, crime was the theme and featured heavily. So, um, you know, like <laughs> art crimes. 
hair crimes, trespassing, (laughs) so real crime, (laughs) crimes. There's a lot in there, so you can take a look. And uh, I'm going to say a quick plug for people that don't read Basketball Feelings, my newsletter on Substack, but I'm cooking up something that's going to be pretty communal. Uh, It's going to include a lot of your favorite media and other basketball writers, so stay tuned for that. Very excited for that. Uh, as always, at Whatevs on Twitter. You can find me at Woodley Sean. Subscribe to, rate, review, all that good stuff. It's very much appreciated when you take the time. Also, uh, keep an eye out. There might be something cooking between Katie and I that is not at all <laughs> Locked on Raptors related. So just keep an eye out. Um, that's going to do it. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back again on Friday with another episode of Locked on Raptors. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.